gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing word of God. Our King is our ruler, is the Lord our help in ages past, is our hope for tomorrow, is our hiding place. Is the one who has given us all the testimonies that we have shared today. The Lord is his name. is worthy to be praised and adored. Let's just lift up our voices in worship and in thanksgiving unto him. Think of his goodness. Think of his mercies in your life. Oh, how we love you, Lord. How we are grateful for all your kindness unto us. Who is like you, glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. God of all wonders. God who has our tomorrow right in his sight and is working on every details about our tomorrow. Thank you for our today. Thank you, Jesus. We give you worship, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is faithful and true. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. They are new every morning. to take one prayer point before you sit and we have given him thanks and praise I believe the Lord just by revelation made known unto us that maybe one or two people here it's like a ditch has been dug for you and it's been covered with shallow water and you just think it's a shallow water but it's kind of a bottomless kind of ditch but the Lord has promised that he will guide the foot of the righteous that you shall not fall into that ditch. It might be you, it might not be you, but all of us together, we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, your word has said that you will guide the step of the righteous. I'm righteous in Christ Jesus. Guide my steps, O God. And don't let me fall in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices and cry unto him right now. Pray from the bottom of your heart. Oh Lord, shield and protect us from every stumbling, from every falling. The ditch that the enemy has done for somebody here, oh God. We stand in the name of the Lord Jesus that none shall fall into that ditch. 
But the Lord himself will be a shield and a shelter. He will be a guide. He will order your feet in the name of Jesus. And no way shall you fall into that which the enemy has prepared to be a trap for you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise again. Unto you shall the gathering of your people be. We are gathered unto you this afternoon. Please, Lord, touch us. Visit us. Speak to us as individuals. Speak to us as a people. At the end of today's service, let our mouths be filled with thanks and praise to you. Honor and glory, majesty and praise be to you. Thank you, eternal Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And somebody shout hallelujah. God bless you. you. May be seated. Nice to see you all. God bless you. Just a few minutes ahead of me. Um, I want to talk to you. Uh, our anchor verse for the month of July is what? Ah. Uh, yeah, okay. Anchor verse. Okay, what is our theme? Okay, you are right. What's our theme for the month? Uh, you are right. It's the revamp promotion. But what about the anchor verse? Does anybody know it? Psalm 41 verse 10. And it says, Psalm 41 verse 10. Is it there? Good. All right. One to go. Shall we read, please? Let's take it one more time, please. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 41, verse 10. Praise the name of the Lord. All right, we'll get eventually to our title today. And um, I will title it, The Promise, The Premise, and The Process of Divine Promotion. It's a bit long. Okay? You should remember it. Amen. All right, very quickly, uh, we will take time to pray this afternoon. Uh, believe the Lord laid that on our hearts. Number one, the promise of divine promotion. The scriptures... Uh, are full of examples and promises that the plan of God is for us not to remain stagnant, but to be promoted. Amen? Uh, and right from Genesis through the scripture, you could see the signs that God's plan, plan and promise and purpose for you and I is that we shall not be stagnant. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? Yeah, it's part of God's plan. So his number one promise is that he wants us to be the head and not be the tail. You remember that? Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 13, that he has called us that we shall lend to nations and not be borrowers. Amen. He has called us that we shall not be ordinary. It's part of his plan. There's nothing that we are doing outside of where God expects us to be if we begin to desire and crave and cry for promotion. Hallelujah. It's his plan for you. Amen. Oh, are you there with me? I say amen. Amen. All right, it's part of, amen means let it be. I say it's part of God's plan for you that you shall not remain stagnant. Amen. amen. Aha. That you will be promoted. Amen. Uh, it's, it's God's plan. It's God's promise. And he has actually wired it into every human being that somehow along the line, something within us cries to be promoted. Have you been there before? You have been on a job. Everything seems to be going all right. The pay is good. Um, they don't give you any hassle there. But sometimes you feel discontented. Something within you just wants to move. Amen. And more often than not, it's because there's something in you that is saying that it's time for you to be promoted again. So somebody might be identifying with that. 
Um, and yours might just be the pay or whatever. I'm using the known to move forward your known. I saw something sometime just to tell you that this thing goes deeper than we're talking about. This desire for promotion. I saw one of these funny clips that they send around and it, it impressed me so much. And it just spoke a volume to me. There was this child that was lying on the bed. And the message I got from there is what I'm telling you about divine promotion. That everyone wants to move to the next level. I think this child might be like 18 months max, very, very maximum 18 months. A well-built child, well-fed, perfectly looking okay. And this child was left on a bed, you know, all those normal low bed, not the very high bed. And some, some of you have seen it before. And this child was left on that bed, and the child, you know, there were three pillows on that bed. And the child wanted to come down and um, tried, and the child knew if I roll over, I will fall. Um... So the child picked the first pillow, threw it down. Look at it, he said, if I go now, I will have a bad fall. Picked the second pillow, threw it down, and the second pillow fell exactly on the first pillow. And so the height was okay. I'm very close to the bed. Um, 18 months old child, calculating, working all this out. And then the child then picked the third pillow and threw it down. But the third pillow did not fall on the first two, and so the height was not level with the bed as the child expected. And right within me as an adult, I was saying, you can still make it, you know. Because the pillows have stopped. If you roll on it, you will be fine. You know what the child did? Exactly that. And I say, I say even from very early stages of our life, God has hardwired us to want to be beyond our level. And so that must not be killed in you. Don't let anybody try and keep you there and say, why are you reaching so high? There was a time I was going around and said, look, this city shall be born again. And some godly elderly men, they told me that, Chris, what's the problem with you? You are trying to bite more than you can chew. I said, no, it's God's plan that all men shall be saved. Amen. And so point number one, God has promised you promotion. Don't let people talk you down. Can I hear amen unto that one? Don't let your husband talk you down. Don't let your wife talk you down. He has promised it. And it must come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. And I believe it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. And it's like the natural forces, like a woman that is pregnant, at a stage there is a need for her to be born, to, 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 to give birth to that child. You agree with me? And the forces of labor naturally kicks in. I'm Virtually all cases, we leave it long enough. Even those ones that you leave it until it's too late, eventually the force of nature must kick in. And the force of labor must kick in. So I'm saying unto you this morning, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that that which is within you will eventually make you to be born into the place of promotion that God has ordained for you. The only thing you need to keep doing, keep living. As long as you don't keep give up, just keep living. Somehow, somehow, and I'll talk to you later about two kinds of promotion that people can come across in life. So I'm first dealing with the natural, because some things, they naturally happen. We don't need to do anything about them. Do you know that all the eggs that a woman would need to give birth, they've been formed in the womb. You don't form a new one. The only thing that happens is the time of maturation comes. So your promotion has been hardwired in. Only we are waiting for it to mature. My promotion has been hardwired. It's air in me. You don't need, I don't need anything external. It is, what did he say in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20? He said God is able to do exceedingly abundantly Far above all, according to what? The power that works in you. There's a seed 
of growth that is in me. Now, I'm talking so much about the physical, but as David left us this morning, the primary thing is the spiritual. Because the spiritual drives the physical. If I am, I am where I ought to be spiritually speaking, I will be where I should be physically speaking. And guarantee, unless you believe wrong, because there are some wrong theology outside there. You think you're okay spiritually, but you believe that, you know, God has not ordained you to expand, to enlighten, to have your promises of God. That is not proper spiritual development. So this morning, God is saying, I have promised you spiritual advancement. I've promised you spiritual enlargement. I challenged us the last time we came in here. Many of us are stagnated already, spiritually speaking. And when God is talking about divine advancement or divine promotion, we are, you are talking about the job in the wherever or whatsoever. But God is talking more about the spiritual things he wants us to advance and be promoted in. There are many people in here, since you gave your life to Christ, you have not even as simple as water baptism by mention, you have not been baptized. You have not been promoted yet. Some have been. You are still yet not baptized in the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Some of us, we are stagnating in the gift of God upon our lives. And it's got nothing to do with being a pastor or being a deacon or being a church worker. It's just the natural Christian journey. Those that God used in those days, they were ordinary people. Amen unto that. So I'm asking you today, will you ask God to promote you spiritually speaking this month? Because that is his number one desire. Now, listen to this. We're going to pray about that later on. When I was praying this morning, the Lord showed me there are two main kind of anointing that the Bible talks about. Main, two main. You can classify many of that. There are some do five classifications, seven, two. I divided them in two. And that's from Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. There are two main things that we are called on to. If you join that with 1 Peter chapter, five, chapter 2 verse 9, it will all tie together for you. Amen. What does it say? And he has made us what? Uh, come on, read with me. Church, want to go? What has he made us? Uh, what has he made us? And who made you? God. And if he made you kings and priests, he will equip you to be what? Kings and... And that's what anointing is. Enablement to do. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. But you are what? A, a holy nation. Uh-huh. Read the rest. Turn that into a personal one. One to go, but... And when you go and the Lord reminds you this week, read that back to yourself. Remember, a royal word, every other thing is just qualifying that very first two. Royal and just like Ephesians, sorry, Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. Now, two anointings. You have what is called the priest anointing and you have what is called the word. And those are the two conditions people were anointed to in those days. Either the priest anointing or the king's anointing. Sometimes when we gather together, God allows the priest anointing to function. 
And when the priest anointing is functioning, what happens is that we are able to worship him more intimately. We are able to enter in there. But when it is the king's anointing that is operating, we have been given the authority to decree and declare. We have been given the power to call things to be and call things not to be. So I will cut this message short very quickly so that we all can operate in the king's anointing today. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So God is the one that chooses. We don't choose. There are sometimes we gather together. Just the priest anointing is what is operating. And we worship him. We minister unto him. He opens the heaven. He does what he wants to do. But he says today is the king's anointing that is operating in this house. And that means if you are in here today, there is no reason why you should be able to declare something and it will not happen. Because we not declare it in your own strength. You have been appointed and anointed to do it. It's part of what God has promised us. That we must advance to the next level. And that's the next level you are going in the name of Jesus. So we said the promise of divine promotion. Amen. And number two is what? The premise. The premise that on what basis has God chosen to make you and I be lifted to the next level? What is the ground? What is the premise? What I first call... I call it, there is a God slant to every divine promotion. There is a God's angle to it. There is a God's, you have it or you don't have it. If it is promotion that God will work out in your life and my life, it is very crucial that we key in into God's angle. This is how it works. Listen carefully to me. Does God change? Can God grow? Can God be promoted? So, God is God. You cannot add to him. You cannot. Who needs promotion? Where are we being promoted to? Towards towards God. Towards God. So, because that's why it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, that as we behold him, we are changed from what? As we behold Jesus. So, and we will not grow. That, take note of this. You may be listening remotely, or you are listening in there, or you are listening later on. You may not be able to ask me the question. I'm not talking about the false doctrine that we will grow to be God. That's a difference. There are some false doctrines that says that. There are some religions that says that, that. Uh, I think Mormons, they even believe that, that you keep growing and one day you become God. No. Now, what I'm saying is that we are changing our nature to be more and more and more like God. Amen. Amen. And if you are more and more like God, tell me three things that you love to be that is in God that you love to have. Power. Thank you. Holiness. Thank you. Another thing that you really, really love. Authority. I love those things. What? Prosperity. God is very rich. The gold is mine. The silver is mine, says the Lord. So, as you are praying during this month of divine promotion, you are focusing on the God's land. You are not using your standard or your yardstick to be the next billionaire next door, as our brother mentioned. You are using God as the source. And that means you can grow to the level, not just in the cash that you hold in your hand, but the ability to call out funds and resources to do whatever you want to do. That's what I call prosperity. 
in power to be able to stand and do mighty exploits for the Lord. In power to be able to pray your own house and see sick rise up immediately. In authority to be able to speak over a nation and the nation shall be turned the way it ought to be. Nations of the world are in a very dark place. God is looking for those who will speak on his behalf. Nations are in horrible places. Tell me one nation that is not having one terrible struggle or another. Some of the nations we know. But God is saying he's looking for men and women with authority. So the premise for talking about divine promotion is that there must be a God's land unto it. And so God is the measure. God is the one that we are walking towards and it is unto his own full stature that we are trying to grow into. Hallelujah. All right. So second part of that is that God deserves and demands the glory. Amen. When you are promoted, God desires and God desires and he does not only deserve it and leave it to you that you may give or not. You have to give him the glory. Or else the person will be in serious problem. Daniel chapter 4. Verses 28 to 33. And I want to pick one or two things from there. Hallelujah. We're talking about the promise of divine promotion. God has promised it, you will be promoted. Yeah. Uh, I say you will be promoted. Yeah. I don't know whether I can say this in near vernacular. You know, there's some people that say, where they put it, they say, they carry last. You will not carry last. Yeah. It's an hybrid English, if you don't understand. You know? There are some people everywhere they are. Even if there's a queue in the supermarket, they find themselves, people must get ahead of them. What is it in you that's not making you to be ahead? God wants to break it. Amen. Sometimes when you're on that queue, it's just at your turn, exactly at your turn, that the person at the checkout must have a bathroom break. And then you are start looking for somewhere to go again. You won't carry last. Amen. God himself will advance you. Amen. I want to be advanced. I don't know about you. And this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. We're going to read it together. Next one. I will read for you, please. Let's keep moving. Uh, got a few verses. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. The king spoke, saying, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty? The king spoke, saying, Thank you, verse 31. While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven, King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken, the kingdom has departed from you. Okay? The story was, God, and they shall drive you from men, and God pronounce the judgment upon it. You know, the, what, what was Nebuchadnezzar's problem? There, anybody? What was Nebuchadnezzar's problem? Eh? He was ascribed the glory to himself. Good, yes, that was, yes, definitely, that was his major problem. What was the second problem? Pride, good, yes, yeah, still the same thing. What's his, what's another problem? He wanted to promote himself. Yes, good. I'm repeating for those that are not in the room to hear. What do you think that you can see that is there? That is, let's, let's do a, bit, a little bit of Bible study there. What is the problem? Go back to verse 30 for me again. The king spoke, saying, It's not this great Babylon that I have built. 
for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor. He honored himself. The long and short of it is that whatever your mouth will utter, that will seal your faith, or your faith rather, negatively, may the Lord not allow it to be conceived in your heart. It was his mouth. The older I get, the more I hear about stories of people who have sealed their faith with their mouth. In advertent statement. It's about time you yourself, you watch that carefully. That your word will not, we keep saying uh, power of life and death is in the tongue. We don't take it as seriously. We say, don't say negative word to your children. We don't take it seriously. We say, don't say negative word to yourself. We don't take it seriously. It was his mouth. Because the Bible says, as the word was still in his mouth, heaven said, so be it, that you will be judged because you are making yourself God. And anyone that wants to make himself God, the faith that, end, that happened to Satan must happen to the person. It is automatic. Once more, as soon, because it says, glory will share you know nobody. As soon as a person decides to put himself in the place of God, there's only one way God is with it. He makes the faith of Satan. The person goes right from top, right to the bottom. I plead with you amongst any other thing in your life. Two things. You've mentioned it very well. Eschew all pride. Don't let pride dwell in your heart at all. And one of these days, I'm having a nudge in me that we should still talk about that, my pet topic, humility and pride. Once God breaks that, there's nowhere you can't get to. But watch your tongue as well. And so the commonest manifestation when a person is too full of himself is that they don't give the glory to God. Are you there with me? So that's how it manifests. In our testimony, we must give the glory to God. Don't let's hide that we are giving the glory to God. When people are sharing testimony, and you are the one you knew you did not VG for that particular brother, XYZ or sister, ABC, that had a prayer request, and you knew you did a VG for that person, and the person was, and you told the person that I did a VG for you, and I did three days, continuous fasting for you. And the person was standing and testifying. And through other testimony, your name, even by direct implication, does not appear at all. Ah, ah, what an ungrateful person. When we start feeling like that, and people do feel like that, don't they? When you start feeling like that, you started taking God's glory. God will use anyone he wants to use. Leave it to him. Oh, he's got in that big job. I didn't even say I was the one that sent the application form to him. How ungrateful. No, 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 no. Is God. Because he says that if you allow people to give you your reward, that is all you will re- receive. Wait for God's reward. That's why many times uh, I try to run a witchery testimony and probably not even listen in. And a pastor did a pastor that, please, excise that one. You know the reason why? I mean, I've tried to rewire myself that I don't get my head to swell. But more importantly, I don't want you to stop me from getting my blessing. Just say God has, and we mean it, God has done it. But sharing with some people, maybe just, maybe just a few days ago, I think I repeated it, you know, I shared it about twice this week. Anyone that thinks that you have the oratory to speak and let human beings change their mind, you are a fool. I'm that hard on you. Are human beings? Are you, I'm standing here, you, you, really think, you really think I, depending upon what I'm telling you, depending on what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Because you can be there and be dicing everything I'm saying, and you can be smiling. That's totally, so let's, let's, those are the 
I think I'm veering from my topic now. I'm veering to my usual topic. Because those are, the, those, are the, those are the things that a person must first deal with before God even starts looking in your direction, which I will mention as one part later. Is somebody in the house with me? The premise of divine promotion, you got it now. I'm still within the topic. The premise of divine promotion is that let your promotion be God's word. Amen? Number two, do, if you know you will not give God the glory, tell God not to promote you. Aha. Because even where you were before and you have moved up, not you, amen, somebody else, the person will fall further down than that. It's better to stay where you are. Number three, finally, what is the process of divine promotion? Are you getting something out of this? Are you sure? Hallelujah. A process, uh, don't normally definition, but I do one now. It's a systematic series of actions directed to some end. You know what the process is, but just to make it easier. A process is that what will happen, 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 and then you get your conclusion. You agree with me? Do you agree? Only three people agree with me. I will agree. agree. That's a process. And there's a process for divine promotion. Amen. And this is where I would divide promotion into two categories. That's what I can call the regular or standard promotion. The regular or standard promotion. And the second category of promotion is what I call the special promotion. And they are all in the Bible. What are the regular promotion? Regular promotion, I use daily example, especially in the United Kingdom here and most parts of the world. When a, person, when a child is six, you go to primary one, I think. It's five. It's been a long time. After five years, where do they go? It's at six years. Where do they start? Educate me quickly, quickly. P, you call it P. Okay, let's, let's reverse back to my generation. Okay. You start primary one. And then you go to, okay, whatever P or whatever. Let's use your five years. At five years, a child is enrolled in primary one, isn't it? Okay. After primary one, the child is then enrolled in two. Do they do exams to get to the next class? Not around here. More often than not, they push everybody. Okay. I call that one regular or standard promotion. You keep moving. Spiritually speaking, it happens as well. If you just hang around, and the basis for the regular promotion to take place, listen carefully, if some people might miss it. The basis for regular promotion taking place is one. As long as you are in the environment, you will experience the natural promotion. As long as you turn up in church, there are a few things that will stick on you. You don't need to do anything. If God, as long as God is moving in the house, the degree of healthiness that God has promised everybody, that's why when we pray, I don't just pray for myself, I pray for the house, there should be an ambience of growth. In actual fact, if the spirit of the Lord is moving in this house and releasing job unto people as a phase that we seem to be entering into, just by turning up in church and being part of this group, you will get, you will get a job. That's a regular promotion. You don't, don't need to do anything extra. So, just like a child, when after 12 years old, start growing into what is called adolescence or puberty, you don't need to do anything. The child will just naturally grow into that. Amen? Okay. So, the process of natural promotion is stay in the environment. Is that okay? But there's one that is now called the special promotion. 
And not everybody will qualify for that. In my generation, we call it double promotion. Now, I didn't qualify for one. I probably said, thank you, I didn't. But I know other children are qualified. They said they should skip primary four. They should go to five. Some, they asked them to do their, what do we do here for secondary school exam? Whatever, higher, so what do we do in Scotland? So, end of secondary, end of secondary. Okay, in three stages, okay. Let's say the final stage. Some of the advanced hires. Let's say, you, yeah, I know they do hires, yes. Let's say a child that's not supposed to be doing the first stage, they say skip the first, skip the second, do the final. Hmm? We call that one double promotion, and we call that special promotion. Spiritually speaking, people can also qualify for special promotion. What are the processes, and that's where I will close this morning. What are the processes to qualify for special promotion? Number one, identification. You must be identified amongst many to qualify for it. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. Second Chronicles 16, verse 9. The eyes of the Lord roams to and fro the whole earth to do what? To look for people. Some might be promotion in your prosperity, might be promotion in your health, might be promotion in your family circumstance, but above all, promotion in your spiritual work. And God finds people. He does that with them. There was a guy that he did that for in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 14. Clearly, God can seek out and identify a person. I want us to read the scripture. But now, he was talking to Saul. Your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has, everybody repeat the next word. The Lord has, the Lord has. I start again. He said, but now your kingdom, he was talking to Saul, not you. Amen. Now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has for himself a man after his own heart. So, truly God seeks out those he wants to promote. Because this boy was promoted from being a shepherd boy to be a giant killer. From being a giant killer to be a king over Judah. From being a king over Judah to be a king over all Israel. That was a special promotion. But it comes by identification. Now, how do you get identified? God identifies according to his own sovereignty. Can you pray that God will make you special? You can. Can you pray that God will pick you out of many? You can. But at the end of the day, the prerogative is God's. He's the one that will decide eventually who he exactly wants to promote. After identification, what comes next for special promotion? Testing. There's no one that is promoted without being tested. You must be tested. Testing is the next one. Testing. And the bigger the promotion, the bigger the test. For Abraham to be the father of faith, the friend of God, and the line from whom Jesus Christ our Lord will come, because he was the very first in that line, and going down, what happens to him? He has to be asked to give his only begotten son. He was asked to give his son in sacrifice. Many of us, what we are going through, there are promotion tests in disguise. You didn't want to agree. 
I tell you again. Many of us, what you are going through that you are crying about, they are what? They are what? And our prayer will be, you will pass it. It's so hard. We don't know where the next sustenance will come from. Things are falling apart in the family. The children are this. The spouse is that. The siblings are that. More often than not, is God. I know temptation and test, they are two different things. I've discussed that before. But more often than not, is God that is checking you out. There's a difference between temptation and test. We know that. You test so that you can use it. You tempt so that you can destroy it. The tempter comes to tempt so that when the person falls, it will be discarded. God tests, or the, the, the tempter comes to tempt so that that, but God tests so that it will prove you that you can carry the weight that they want to put upon you. Your promotion is around the corner. Amen. And whatever test the Lord has said before you will pass in Jesus' name. Amen. And finally, after you have been tested, you'll be promoted. Amen? You'll be promoted. May I challenge us today, brethren, that under no circumstance, will you miss out on what God is dishing out this month? Yeah. I pray so for you. But above all things, the first thing is that you must have a close walk with Jesus. You must have a living relationship with him. You cannot afford your life to be half in, half out. In Christ Jesus, you must stand and stand to the end. And I pray you will stand to the end in Jesus' name. Rise on your feet with me and let's pray. I will just pray for you as the Lord will lead us. Choir, just please minister in the background. When you start talking to God, that I'm a child of promise. God has promised that I will be promoted. Everything about me is screaming promotion. Amen. Come on, let me hear your amen. amen. I say everything about you is screaming promotion. Amen. Oh, you don't believe in this promotion thing? Are you sure? Or is it because you are very sophisticated? I'm desperate to be beyond where I am. Some of you, you seem to have reached the peak. Have you reached the peak yet? Man, be excited. I said, God has promised that you'll be promoted. Amen. And I said, I've mentioned to us before, when we say this, not because we are mindless or we don't know where to say, our confession matters. Even if it's only time you are making positive confession, make it now. You're almost going to believe here and start making all those Start saying, oh, don't see, oh, my life. See everything. And dilute it with good one now. Tell yourself, I'm ordained to be promoted. And I shall be promoted very high. Only about 10 of you are still saying, God have mercy on you. All right. Tell yourself, I am due for special promotion. In the name of Jesus. And I shall have it because my father delights in me. Alright, since you are not really interested, I will first say it to you, and I say you are due for special promotion. And you will have it in the name of Jesus. For your father has planned and purposes for you in the name of Jesus. It's time, brethren, that we take our community for Jesus. It's time that we shine brighter. But it can't happen with our current status. Your status must change. My status must change. I must walk in the king's anointing. And you must walk in the king's anointing. I said the king's anointing will rest upon you in the name of Jesus.
I'm hearing in my inner man, some of you are walking in skepticism. Drop it, the Lord says. Some of us are skeptical. But every day you are hearing testimony around you. Don't say, well, I know I won't testify. No, say, I'm next. What I've told you is that if there are 10 people in a place waiting for a particular thing, number one has testified, number two has testified, three has testified, six has testified, your common sense should say, well, we are remaining only three. I should be the next one. Not to think you're an exception. You should gladden your heart. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you have testimony or whatever you are hearing. Spiritual advancement. Jobs or whatever. Just gladden yourself. We're too gone. I'm next. Because it's plan of God that should lift us up. And our testimony should be God's word. So that people outside there, they can come to Jesus. Whatever it does for you so that you can publicize Jesus. Can make him known. Will you make him known? Will you make him known? Will you be desperate to have a story to tell? Anytime I travel, the best things that move, you know, uh, either I minister or either within Scotland or outside of this place, most, the greatest thing that God has used to touch people are the testimonies. People hear about this. What, the Bible is a book of testimonies. Yours must join it. And the harder your story, the sweeter the outcome. You've been on it for so long. Why are you not expecting? I say, God, let this thing finish so that I can tell the story now. Isn't that not what you want to do? Lord, finish it quickly. I want to tell the story. And you will tell your story. You will be promoted in the name of Jesus. But as I'm telling you, remember, the world must hear your story. If you know that you will not give God the glory, please, Ask him to help you so that you will not do things wrongly. And you will receive help today in Jesus' name. I have one prayer point for you to pray. Thank you, Father. Someone here, you are afraid of a major loss. And the Lord says, it will not happen. You will not lose it. You, you are concerned, you, you, you are afraid that you will have a major loss. Uh, the Lord spoke specifically concerning anybody. If you are that person, you know, a few weeks ago, God spoke about somebody, you know, on the edge of, you know, you know, divorce or whatever. And thank God, I believe God has reversed that for that person. Because after the service, the person saw me. So if you are believe you are in that category as well, you know, just, just come. You are afraid, petrified. But God has broken that chain right now. Amen. Pray to me. I say, Father. Uh, pray with me. Right? Pray with me. Say, Father. 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 Your promise to me is that you are seeking those whom you will promote. Find me today, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices and pray. Pray confidently. Pray energetically. I have trust in the living God that none of you shall live here. Lord, set me up for a major advancement and promotion. Set me up, oh God. Advance me forcefully. Advance me powerfully. Advance me into the place that you have planned and proposed for me, oh God. Let me not give up at the last minute. Some people are giving up. Some people, they are saying, well, I've waited for so long. I can't wait anymore. No, 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 no. You can't say that. You will wait and you will receive the promise of the Lord. 
you will fulfill the call of God upon your life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Say, in Jesus' name, we pray. I want you to now believe God with me as I pray this prayer. That every door that has been shut against you, the Lord will fling them open. And by the manifestation of the king's anointing in this place today, as I decree in the authority that we all have as children of God in Christ Jesus, I expect dramatic changes to happen in every circumstance. And I expect that from this place, testimony will go to the rest of this city, of this nation. Giving the glory to Jesus alone. And genuinely so too. Not just a couple. No, no, no. Genuinely. Saying that, look, I have no message for you. I can just tell you that I have tested Jesus and I know he's good. You are going to be the next in life for that one. When I thought all loaves are lost, the Lord raised me up. When I thought that child will not be turned around, the Lord turned the child around. When I thought that marriage will continue to struggle, the Lord sorted it. When I thought that the health and the child are believing God for and all those blessings that God visited me, that is your testimony very soon in the name of Jesus. I'm on a mission to speak to your life. Are you on a mission to receive it? Are you sure? Uh Because I'm saying this one is just passing, I hope not, passing over some people's head. As I always tell you, it's not that I ate too much pizza this morning. I ate anything, it's just water. I can assure you that we're saying this by the Spirit of the Lord. And my confidence is that as I declare over everyone in this room, that stagnation is over in your life. That yearning in you to be promoted. That cry of your heart to move to the next level. By the special grace and mercy of him who rules in the affairs of men. That your heart desire shall be satisfied today in the name of Jesus. It shall be satisfied in the name of the Lord. No more struggle. No more on the low ground, but the Lord will lift you onto higher ground in the name of Jesus. And maybe you are not aware where we shout amen like that. What we are saying is that let it be. And if somebody is a physical aspect of receiving the spiritual, with your mouth, if somebody offers you something, you just say, thank you, I receive it. So your amen means I receive it. And so if amen is complex for you, if I declare the next one, just say I receive it. By the spirit of the Lord and by the special anointing, the king's anointing in this house today, I hereby command that everything that has edged you around, not align you to expand, not align you to be whom God has called you to be. By the special message of the Lord, all those walls, they are broken down right now in the name of Jesus. And you say, I receive it. The wisdom of God is that he can move us whichever way we like, if we allow him to. We can minister under constraint. We can minister being, sh- being shackled, but we can minister in the liberty of the spirit. Ministry, the ministry, the ministry of the spirit is that we allow God to tell us what he wants to use to do what he wants to do. 
Did you hear me? We allow God to tell us what he wants to use to do what? What he wants to do. And so, I'll make short pronouncement right now. And you just say, I receive it. And as you say, I receive it, there will be manifestation in the name of Jesus. Retrogression is over in your life. It's over. No more shall you be treading the meal on the same spot in the name of the Lord Jesus. Corporately, fountain of love, we are advancing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Corporately, the church of Jesus Christ in this city and nation, you are advancing in the name of the Lord Jesus. The stage of frustration is over for you in the name of Jesus. Your status has changed from the frustrated unto the happy, anointed, joyous person in the name of Jesus. No more frustration. No more frustration. The Lord is frustrating your frustrators in the name of the Lord Jesus. And by the virtue of the king's anointing, the wings of the spirit will blow you onto a higher ground in the name of Jesus. You have been rising and falling your Christian journey. The Lord says no more. No more. In kapo seke proya. Zaripo shenterieke. Today is the 16th day. We just passed the halfway of this month. As we enter this second half of this month, of this 31 day month, am I right? Am I right? Am I right? As you enter the second half, which is the time of change, which is the time when you will say, well, the opportunities of the first half are lost, but this match is decided in the second half. And it shall be decided, decidedly for you. And it shall be for your advancement in the name of the Lord Jesus. We shall mark July, the year of our Lord, 2017. As the month when God turned all our captivities around in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm here to bless. And the blessing of the Lord shall stick upon you. Oh, my son, Kaporia, Seteria, Resheke, Nemo, Sontobre. I see somebody there. It's as if the cage in which someone has put you, they've removed the thank you, Father. They've removed the padlock. But you didn't know the lock has been opened. And so, you will need to push that door. Some of you, you may do a prophetic act if it applies to you to just push that door. And you step out right now. And you step out right now. Because God has need of you. God had need of Paul and Silas when they were chained there. And the Lord made sure that their shackles was broken free. God had need of Peter when he was released from that prison. And he was still wondering, am I free yet? I say, you are free in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, lead me up. And let me stand. By faith, Jesus. 
the first verse. to remain where he was. I don't know how high you have gone. You are yet not the most high. And you will never be the most high. Why don't you move up with Jesus? Why don't you climb up with him right now? shout I'm going higher I'm going forward I'm proceeding further did you hear me did you hear me some promotion they are forward movement some promotion they are upward movement some promotion they are new territories I'm going higher I'm going forward and I'm going further in the name of Jesus, I cannot be kept down because the Lord has stretched his hand to me and he has lifted me. In the name of Jesus, my status has changed from glory to glory. I am not where I was. I'm going forward. 
I'm going higher. I'm going further. Did you catch that? And you are. Collectively, we are. Sometimes in a person's journey, you feel to stall. I need to spend time with you this week a little bit more. Grant me the indulgence. Amen. Sometimes people seem to stall in life. But no more stalling. No more stalling. Father, every word you told me, it is the king's anointing. By the proclamation and authority, let every word come to pass speedily. And let your name alone be glorified. Let us be quickly as instruments in your hand be forgotten. But let you be remembered. I ask once again, let instruments you have used reward us, bless us. But in terms of being remembered, let us be forgotten in the, in the equation. But let the name of the Lord be remembered. And let from next week, let testimony begin to roll in in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. So before I sit down, I'm going higher. Yes, I'm going. God bless you. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.